Good morning and welcome to Faith FM. You're listening to 87.6, 87.8 and 88 FM in our lovely country of Australia. This is The Breakfast Show with Mon and Taryn who is filling in for Lyle who is kicking it overseas mm. in America doing his thing. Yeah, just chilling over there, hey. Yeah, he's doing his thing. Mm. Hey, tell me, what are you grateful for? Oh, Mon, I am grateful for electric blankets that warm my bed at night. How good are they? (laughs) It is freezing in my house and, you know, just a little bit extra heat to warm up my bed goes a long way. Do you have one of the ones that go under the bed or over? Yeah, one of the ones that go underneath the bed. But because I have a queen bed, it has like um, two sides. So there's like one on either side. So I don't have to turn the whole bed on. I can just snuggle up on one side of my bed and save some power. I don't know how much it uses overall. Yeah. That's exactly what I think when I have electric blankets. I'm like, oh, I don't really want to think about what this yeah. is doing to the power bill, but okay. But. I actually, um, I recently discovered the ones that um, that you just use over the top of yourself, like a... Like a, yeah. like a I have, I, um, like I, the plush blanket. Yeah, yeah, yeah plushy yeah. ones. I, uh, I first discovered it in America just recently and I and I came home and I was like, I wonder how they have these wonderful things in Australia. Yeah. And uh, it turns out they do, like a big W and yeah. stuff. And so I actually bought one from my mum I swear to goodness I don't think she actually gets to use it that much everyone in the house steals it <laughs> Steal it off her especially the cat and the dog <gasps> the cat and the dog if someone is it, using it like it's like a magnet for them they're yeah. like zonk and then they'll be piled it's on like, top it's like the cat doesn't like sitting on my lap but when I've got that blanket on exactly bam the cat is exactly. there <laughs> my brother's always sending me pictures of the cat and the dog sitting on top of people in the house but I've noticed it's always if the person has a blanket <laughs> the on. Blanket. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the blanket. Yeah. And the cat and the dog up here. What are you grateful for, Mon? Uh, this morning, I am grateful for the gym, kind of. The gym, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> uh, I'm grateful this morning because uh, my bestie is going to be joining me, um, which is something That's I really fun. need. Yeah, having yep. a gym buddy really helps. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but, you know, I have a, I have a tumultuous relationship with exercise. I hate it. I hate thinking about it. I hate thinking about like leading up to doing it i hate actually doing it but afterwards yeah i feel amazing yeah yeah it's uh I, i've been trying hard to try and learn to love it yeah but, you know, it's, it's difficult it, to get there yeah, it's yeah. a it's a journey yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've been on it for a long time <laughs> oh, same girl same <laughs> anyway um by the way, dear listener, if you're listening to this and this is not Thursday the 14th. What, 14th of June, it's because you're actually listening to the delayed broadcast. But don't stress, you can jump across to the live show. It's very easy. You can do it one of two ways. The first one, you can go to our website. It's faithfm.com.au and just press play on the live stream. Good plan. Otherwise, you can uh, tune in to tune in yeah. on your app uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, on your phone and chuck it on while you're cleaning the kitchen, doing some cooking, Indeed. washing the clothes, driving in the car, whatever you want. You can yeah. still be listening to us. Yeah, the tune app is my favorite way to listen yeah. to it. But yeah, anyway, stay tuned. We have a great show coming up for you today. I come to the garden alone While the dew is still on the roses The voice I hear Falling on my ear The Son of God discloses And He walks with me And He talks with me And He tells me I am His own 
joy that we share As we tarry there Nobody else has ever known He speaks and the sound of his voice All the birds hush their singing The melody that he gave to me is in my heart Just a ring 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 And he walks with me And he talks with me And he tells me I am his own And the joy that we share As we tarry there Nobody else has ever known Oh my goodness, I really like that That song. was so cool. That was awesome. I can't even remember who it was because it's gone off my screen, but I liked that. I Daniel think. Martin Moore in oh, the there garden. You go. Oh, thank you. Uh, it hasn't gone off my screen. I just don't know where to look. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Faith FM Breakfast Show. You're here with Mon and Taryn, who is filling in for Lyle. Bless her heart. Yep. Taryn. And bless my wallet. Taryn tell us about the weather because we oh. were a bit slow this morning we were like nattering along we were just excited about our electric blankets okay we were we were, we were. I like a mattress or two <laughs> that's it okay so for Thursday the 14th of June we have in Sydney it is currently 10 degrees with a top of 19 and sunny Melbourne is currently 10 degrees with a top of 14 with late showers Brisbane a top of four, uh, currently 14 and a top of 23 and partly cloudy. Perth is sitting at 8 degrees and a top of 19 today, also partly cloudy. Adelaide is at 11 degrees and a top of 16 with showers today. Hobart is currently 4 degrees and only a top of 13 with a possible late shower. Canberra is sitting on 8 degrees with a top of 12 degrees today with a possible shower. And Darwin is at 22 with a top of 31 and mostly sunny. And currently in Newcastle, we are sitting at 11 degrees with a top of 19 and sunny. Do you know what's so funny? Mm. Like, just look at the three of us sitting in here now. We have our producer, Shell, who is out in the uh, in the little room, and then mm. you and I. So, <laughs> it's like we have three different layers of levels of weather here. We have Shell, who is like rugged up to the hilt with uh-huh. the heater on. 
Then we have you who's sort of like midway with a cardigan. Yeah. yeah. Then you have me who like <laughs> cranks open the window, turns off all the heaters yes. and strips off down to my singlet the yeah. moment I walk in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you do walk to work. So, yeah. and I, I walk know. to work and by the time I get here, I'm so hot. And then I walk into the studio and the girls who drive to work they're like really cold when they get in and so they crank up all the heating to max and so I walk into what feels like a sauna on steroids <laughs> and so it's really not though Mon it's really not it's, I had like sweat dripping down my armpits this morning <laughs> so, yuck yeah. and eventually I will have to put something back on because people are going to come in yeah people are going to come in and I, and I do get I, eventually I acclimatise yeah. and then I get cold I'm like oh actually do you know what let's put the heater back on yeah can we turn that one back on <laughs> yeah. oh dear so by the way dear listener if you have any um gratitude that you want to share with us you can text us to it text it to us zero four nine one zero six four six six nine tell us what you're grateful to god for this morning uh this wonderful uh thursday morning the 14th of june um taryn do we have a quiz this morning we do indeed oh by the way if you want to know our quiz clues ahead of our uh radio scheduling you can jump on our instagram it's faith fm live or lowercase one word where we actually post the clues ahead of time oh dear okay so this is a who am i question Mm. are you ready for it mon Yes, I am. Okay. So the first clue that we've got is, I was told by God's prophet, you have set yourself up against the Lord. You did not honor the God who holds in his hand your life and all your ways. Mm, That's a pretty... uh, Yeah, that's a downer of a thing to do. Yeah, that's an interesting statement by God's prophet for this person. Yeah. Yeah. So. If you think you know the answer, give us a call. The number is 1-800-FAITH-FM. That's 1-800-324-843. We'll send you the prize if you get it right. And, of course, keep checking out Instagram for more clues. That's it. Okay. Good news. Tell me all about it. I love Tell you the all news. about the good news. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, um, the first good news thing that I have this morning is I thought this was a really sweet story. So, like... Mon, when something good happens to you, what's your first, like, when you, you know, like, say, did you do any sports growing up? Uh, just, like, a little bit of running. <laughs> okay, so not, like, team sports or anything? Nah. Okay, so, like, I, like, I've played team sports, like, netball and, oh, yeah. um, like, we did doubles tennis for mm-hmm. a while mm-hmm. and basketball and, so I played a few, like, team sports uh-huh. and um whenever like you know you'd score a goal or you know you'd you know beat another team and make it to the semi-finals and then the finals or you just win you know you'd, i found that like our team would always just run together and cheer yeah. each other and Celebrate. yay we won uh-huh. Woo-hoo, look at us that's so cool uh-huh. anyway there was this um baseball team in um the US and it was like a high school um, championship thing so what was happening was they were moving on like these two teams were um, competing in the finals to move on to I don't know state playoffs or something like that Um, anyway so it was a big deal right Mm -hmm. and so what happened was this high school pitcher he struck out his childhood friend to advance his team to the state championship so like they were like best friends as kids and obviously they'd gone to 
different high schools and that sort of thing. And as they were in this finals round, um, they were versing each other and it was these two friends up against each other and the, and the pitcher dude struck him out. Now, this meant that, that his team was going to go on to the finals, but instead of running to celebrate with his team, he went and like hugged his best, like his childhood Aww. friend and consoled, like to console him <laughs> and to say, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry I kicked your yeah, butt. That's right. I'm sorry that I beat you. Like, that's so sweet. But I just thought it was so cute that, yeah. you know, like that he just took a moment to think about his friend yeah. and how, what that meant for them. That because, must be so difficult to, to play a sport and be like versing your, yeah. your, your buddies, like your best mates. Oh, for sure. That would mess with my mind, to be mm, honest. Yeah. yeah, that's it. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that just, you know, it made me think because I was like, so often we just think about ourselves and, mm. you know, the good that it's going to bring us. Mm-hmm. And in those team um, sporting, you know, environments, we're always, you know, so yeah. competitive and like, yeah. we need to win, we need to win. But, you know, it's often good to put ourselves on the other, in the mind of the other team mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, not gloat too much in and front of the other humanity. team. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. Yeah. Because I remember, um, you know, playing basketball and stuff. Sometimes there were these teams that were just, they were just horrible to us. Like, you know, whenever we'd win, uh, whenever they would win, sorry, and we would lose, like, you know, they just went that extra bit further. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that sometimes it's just good to, you know, take a leaf out of his book and just, you know, go and console the other yeah, team. A little, commis- a little commiseration them- is a right. way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just give them some love and affection. So that was one good news story that I found. Another good news story that I found, I thought this was really cool. Um, there's a man that is traveling to all 50 states of America, right? Oh, that's my dream. Mowing lawns for people in need. That's not my dream. Not but your <laughs> dream. <laughs> I want to go to every state, but I don't want to mow lawn. Yeah. So his name is Rodney Smith. And he every time he visits a new set state, he sends out this tweet. If you know of anyone who is elderly, disabled, a single mother or a veteran who needs their lawn mode, let me know. It's free. Oh, wow. His goal isn't really about lawn care. It's just about letting people know that he cares about them. How that's, cool that's is so that? Wonderful. How long does he spend in each state? Like, does it, how many lawns do he do? Does he like, hit one lawn and then move on? Um, Yeah, so pretty much... Um, He's just got like whenever he kind of goes to a new state, mm-hmm. um, whether it's for visiting family or he just um, offers his services. Yeah, around. he just offers his services around. So um, he's the founder of Raising Men Law Care, Lawn Care Service. It's a lawn care nonprofit he launched in his hometown of Al- in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's helping young people give back to their communities. So he gets kids to come into the program and they visit people in need and help them with their yard work. They mow people's lawns. They shovel snow because it's America. They rake leaves and all of th- this other stuff just free of charge just to really, um, I don't know, just teach these kids yeah. some valuable lessons, I guess, about just helping others in need. Um, so then he came up, like, once they've, like, they'd established this well and truly in his home state, but then he came up with the 50-yard challenge, which um, challenged the kids across the country to mow 50 lawns for people in need. So um, the kids joined by posting a photo of themselves on social media with a sign that says they accept the 50-yard challenge, and then they get to work and mow 50 lawns or help out 50 people's yards. That's so, really Yeah, cool. and so Smith wanted to complete the challenge himself, but he raised the stakes. He challenged 
himself to the 50 yards in 50 states. So he's not limiting himself to one yard per state. He's just doing as many as need, as many people as reply to the tweets. And he just helps people out. And there's so many pictures here of him just with random different people from all across America um, and the before and after photos of their lawns. So, you know, I want to challenge our listeners and ourselves, Mon. You know, if there's a way that we can find um, to help people in need, it could be as simple as mowing their lawn. Just show someone today a little bit of love in whatever way you can and show them that Jesus cares for them and we do too. We'll be back after this song. It's not just about the manger Where the baby lay It's not all about the angels Who sing for him that day It's not all about the shepherds On the bright and shining star It's not all about the wise men Who traveled from afar It's about the cross It's about my sin It's about how Jesus came to be born once So that we could be born again It's about the stone That was rolled away So that you and I could have real life someday It's about the
And welcome back to Faith FM's Breakfast Show. You're here with Mon and Taryn. That great song was the Ball Brothers. It's about the cross. Indeed, it is about the cross. We've been having some pretty good music on here this morning. Yeah, I know. I think it's because our producer, Shell, is just like taking over the music. I think she's smashing out these good tunes. Yeah, she's a total music uh, lover. Uh-huh. Music head. Yeah, she's so into see. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, as you can see on our screen right now, she's always looking for more songs. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's our next clue in our quiz? Oh, the next clue. So it's a who am I cl- mm. question quiz today. Um, and the second one is those at my banquet and I drank wine from the gold and silver goblets taken from the Lord's temple. That's a pretty easy one. I know who it is I th- think that's an easy yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. Give but us a call if you think you know who it is. Who is this person? Uh, it's kind of sacrilegious, blasphemous. The number is 1-800-FAITH-FM, 1-800-324-843. You can text us, 0491-064-669. You can also just uh, email us. You can jump on the faithfm.com.au website and email us through there. And, of course, you can just private message us through any of our social media forums, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Now, Taryn. Yes. I have some actually pretty sad news. Oh. Um, there's just uh, just been a couple of deaths over in Portugal that are affecting Australia and uh, actually affecting, I think, maybe we need to have a rethink about how we do social media, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is a Perth, a Perth couple. Perth is my hometown, yeah. by the way. Um, there's a Perth couple who were in Portugal and they were taking uh, selfies at mm. a popular beach in Portugal. And... Um, Unfortunately, they were taking these pictures, these selfies at, at a cliff. And so there was a beach, you know, yeah. and the beach led to a cliff and then there's a big cliff and then it looks over the beach. Yeah. And so taking pictures um, on this cliff, it was Australian couple, Australian Michael Kearns and uh, his British pal Louise Benson. And, uh, and they lost their balance and they fell and, um, and they did pass away. Um, oh, no. Unfortunately, no one, no one saw it happen. No one was around to help them. And so they weren't actually found until the morning, the next oh. morning. So we don't even know how long they were still, you know, still yeah. alive before um, they actually passed away. Um, you know, cleaners found the bodies and they actually thought the couple was asleep on the beach. Um, but, you know, when they got closer, they realized that they were in a bit of a sticky situation. So it's, it's very sad. And I, I do think we need to... I don't know. I almost feel like our society has become so self-absorbed. We you know we yeah. take selfies all the time. Like I have so many friends who, like, I went through their Instagram. Like I went, I did a, I did a, an Instagram spring clean recently, mm-hmm. and I went through. I think that's wise. <laughs> yeah, and I went through the accounts of so many people that I follow, and uh, and just instead of thinking about them as you know as a person, like, oh, this is my friend, I should follow them. Yeah. Instead of thinking about it like that. I th- I looked at the content that they were actually posting, mm-hmm. and so sort of detached from the person and looked at the, what they were producing and sort of 
you know, do I actually want to see that all the time? Yeah. And I was, I was actually quite astounded at how many people I know who all they post is selfies. Yeah. It's just like, it's like their face close up. Yeah. Their face a little further away and their face close up again. <laughs> this expression, that expression. Actually, it's all, the expressions are often similar. Often very like similar. the same. Yeah. And same with, faces with various it? filters. Yeah. yeah. The filters change yeah. the expression not so much. Yeah. And so, I w- you know, anything that was, anything that was more than 60% selfie, yeah. I unfollowed. That's fair. Um, Cause I know what so what content like. do you like to see then? Oh, I I um I go through phases. So any sort of content that is particular to an interest that I currently uh-huh. have, I will follow yep. until I'm over and then I unfollow yep. it. So when I first jumped on Instagram, you know, I followed a lot of like vegan food stuff. I'm still into vegan food, but I'm not into looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> you want to eat it, not look at it? Yeah, yeah. It helps with like cravings and stuff. It was actually one of the big things I did when I decided I wanted to lose weight was yeah. I unfollowed all the food content. Even Because even, even the vegan food, like you look at like a like a, a nice picture of vegan donuts. Yeah. It'll make you want to eat donuts whether or not they're exactly. vegan or not. So mm-hmm. unfollowed all my food stuff. So at the moment, the kind of things I follow is van life stuff. So people oh. who, who like live in vans and travel around. Um Anything to do with dogs. <laughs> That's fair. You can't have enough dogs in your life. Yeah. Pictures of puppies. I love it. Uh-huh. And uh, and I also am um, quite big into quilting, crafting, um, and um, travel stuff. There you go. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. But it is – what do you follow? Oh, I really don't use Instagram that oh, much. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So, fair enough. like – occasionally like i mean i just follow my friends really like if they follow me occasionally i'll follow them back but usually i have like 15 people on who have requested to follow me and i just leave them there (laughs) so you're on private yeah i'm a private yeah yeah. anyway so back to this story this is a tragedy and i i do wish that maybe our selfie culture yeah it would just calm down a little bit um and it is sad that i don't know people we don't actually know exactly how it is they're attempting to take this selfie but um, I guess it would have prevented a, a, a death if maybe someone had helped them or something. Yeah. But um, it is uh, it is tragic, and I, and I and I think we do need to start with not just with ourselves, but teaching the the coming generations. Mm. I'm a, I'm a huge believer that teaching um our kids is what will actually change the world. Yeah. So maybe teaching kids that you know it's not just about selfies. Yeah, that's um, it. Okay, so I have another serious story. Okay. And this one actually kind of disgusts me a little yeah. bit. And um, I was actually wondering your opinion because I think some people might think this is a funny joke, but I don't think it is a funny joke at all. So um, this was actually a few years ago, but the information's only coming out now. So this was back in 2007, in, in August 2007. Mm-hmm. Um, these photos are now emerging of the Australian Defence Force in Afghanistan. And they have a vehicle, an Australian Defence Force vehicle, that has been photographed flying the Nazi swastika flag, Um, which is, to me, quite disturbing. And it's disturbing on several levels because, you know, when you're in a war zone, um, flying a flag or wearing the uniform of something that you're not, like like the opposite, another country or something, I think that's like a a criminal, like a war crime. Yeah, I feel like it would be, Yeah, a war crime um, because it's confusing. Yeah. And uh, and then also is... Australia does not in any way, you know, hold these the, like Nazi beliefs. No. And for us to promote it, especially when we're in another country, yeah. um, you know, representing Australia. Like that's just, I was, uh, what is going yeah. on? That is so inappropriate. And to think, you know, so many um, Af- Afghanistan people who are probably frightened enough as it is mm. by having, you know, militant forces from other countries in their country. Yeah. It must be so unsettling 
Yeah. Um, even if they're, you know, providing peace or, or providing stability, it must still be unsettling to see, you know, um, armies driving around your country. Oh, for sure. Three towns. But then to have them fly a swastika flag, that would just strike terror into my heart. I would be so un unsure of what the actual intentions were. So there's it's it's a few it's a few photographs that have emerged. Um, and they have identified there was a particular soldier as the individual who took this flag to Afghanistan. And um, it was, apparently it was supposed to be a twisted joke rather than an actual expression of genuine neo-Nazi beliefs, uh, neo-Nazism. Um, but the flag was up for a prolonged period of time, apparently. And, uh, you know, and, and, and the Defence Force has come out, a spokesperson has said, you know, that they reject as abhorrent everything this flag represents. Mm-hmm. And uh, neither the flag nor its use are in line with the defense values. Um, I'm concerned as to why this individual thought it'd be fun to yeah. even take. So it was an individual, right? An individual who okay. took it and then you know stuck it on the car. But then where like, did they even get it from? It. I'm sure you can buy those kind of things online. Okay. Yeah, true. Maybe it's like history materials or something yeah. like that. But the kind of people that I've usually found who were into neo-Nazism and would own that kind of stuff are yeah. usually quite twisted individuals. Yeah. Which makes me concerned as why that person was even allowed to serve in our yeah. forces. What, um, do you know if they were like punished or anything for what they did? Well, the, apparently the steps are taken to reinforce education and training for all personnel who witnessed the flag. Oh. So like a slap on the wrist? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. But I think it's important that we need to... I mean, even people are like, well, obviously it's, you know, just a joke. But you know what? We need to fly the right flag. That's exactly right. Like, I mean, even as Christians, you mm. know, like when we're called to be who we are, yeah. you know, we're called to represent a higher, you know, we're, we're called to represent Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, therefore, like in our actions, in our behavior, what we wear, what we say, everything needs to represent Christ. Mm-hmm. I think like that's exactly what they're saying, right? They're in yeah. another country as Australian soldiers. They're called to represent Australia. We do not agree mm-hmm. with the Nazis mm-hmm. anything. You know, we don't want to be seen representing them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's a um, Bible verse here that I think. Um, relates that Um, and it's found in first peter 2 verse 12 and it says keep your behavior excellent among the gentiles so that in the thing which they slander you as evildoers they may because of your good deeds as they observe them glorify god in the day of visitation so we need to keep our behavior excellent among the gentiles because ultimately they need to glorify god Mm. because we are representing jesus so yeah that's a good story our next song is carly fletcher it's called not ashamed and i really hope everyone here is not ashamed to be australian this morning even though some of our ambassadors don't do a great job of it that's it may i never blush may i never whisper may i shout your name out loud jesus christ is Shame to die. 
suffer for his kingdom Because he was not ashamed to die for me And welcome back to Faith FM Australia. You're listening to 87.6, 87.8 and 88 FM across our beautiful country this morning. You're here on The Breakfast Show with Mon and Taryn, who is graciously filling in for Lyle, of which we are so grateful. Oh, and I'm glad to be here. So it all works out <laughs> in the end, doesn't it? Oh, we have a wonderful program coming up right now. We have an interview, a guest interview. But before we do that, let's do another clue for our quiz. Ooh. Okay, so um, we have heard the last quiz was there was a banquet and I drank wine from the gold and silver goblets taken from the Lord's temple. That was our last clue. Mm -hmm. This next clue is I made Daniel the third highest ruler in my kingdom. So there's a good clue for you. Go look in the book of Daniel and you might be able to find out something good there. Cool, cool, hey? So, what are the numbers to call if I know the, the answer? The numbers are to call is 1-800-FAITH-FM. That is 1-800-324-843. Or send us a text on 0491-064-669. Or you can send us a message on Facebook at um, Faith FM Australia. Um, or if you jump over onto Instagram, we are Faith FM Live, so you can DM us on Facebook, uh, on Instagram or um, have a look at the clues that we post up there later today as well. So all of the different areas for you to get in touch with us and claim your prize for this quiz. Very good, very good. I, I really love giving away um, prizes and uh, especially when they when they know the answer. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, give us a call if you know the answer. Uh, okay, so today's guest interview is with the Mr. Akil Ashtaputre. Are you there, Akil? Yeah, I'm here. It's good to be with you guys. Yeah, we're just having a bit of trouble there trying to get you on the air, but now you're with us. Akil, thank you so much awesome. for waking up early. I know you're not a morning person, but hey, come on join us. <laughs> yeah, Akil, it's to be there. Um, I met you a few years ago and I was I actually heard about your story before I met you and uh, and it was such a cool story. I was like, oh, I can't wait to meet this guy. And uh, and now I'm going to share your story live on air for the whole of the country to hear. So, Akil, tell us a little bit first maybe um, about how you grew up and like, you know, the, the setting in which you, you came into this beautiful world. with. Sure, absolutely. I'd love to. Um, we're, my family, we're all Indian, all, all of Indian heritage, uh, but I grew up in... Uh, I was raised mostly in the U.S., um, so I have the pleasure of being a dual citizen, if you will. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, you know, having having been ethnically Indian, uh, there's there's a lot of different influences in your life, religiously speaking. Uh, my my grandmother, she taught Hinduism and Sanskrit um, at universities. My granddad's an atheist. My mom's super; she's kind of superstitious. My dad was an atheist. And, my stepdad's an atheist, but my stepdad's mom is Muslim, so I've had a lot of different 
Wow. Worldviews, so to speak. Was it confusing um, for you being a kid trying to figure out which one of these belief tracks you identified <clears throat> with? You know, I, I tended to lean a lot with my grandfather. I just kind of, I couldn't fathom. You know, I in school in the U.S., we had people wearing these shirts that said, you know, Jesus saves or Jesus is real or Jesus can and, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I just... It just didn't really seem to correspond with reality. You know, you have all these people that saying Jesus saves. And I always thought, well, from what? It's not, you mm-hmm. still go through all these terrible things in your life. Some of you have been through worse things than I have. Mm. And I just never understood how, why you would want to believe in a God when it doesn't seem to benefit. It doesn't seem to merit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you, um, and you, you never decided that um, Hinduism or, or, or any of the uh, the sort of traditional Indian beliefs were for you? Um, not when I was growing up, no. Um, I started looking into it a little bit later in my life, but not when I was growing up. What did you find when you looked into it? Um, I just, it, it was at a time where I'd been questioned about spirituality. I've been questioned about, you know, just giving it a try. Mm-hmm. And so I thought I would. I mean, I've, I've got some pretty capable people in my family. My grandmother, like I said, taught it at a university. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I just sat down and asked her, and it didn't seem to be something that's beautiful. Um, I, I figured if, if God is real, God needs to be beautiful. Um, there's no point in him just mm-hmm. existing. It's kind of the Epicurean riddle, right? I mean, if God is real and he's powerful, why isn't he doing something about it and I found in my experience that Hinduism only offers a reality where nothing changes. You mm-hmm. just change from being to being and, and the general condition of the world only worsens, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so I found that in my experience. It wasn't something that was beautiful. It wasn't something that is believable for me. Yeah, I, I, that really resonates with me because, you know, when I was looking for, I guess, a, a God or God, it, to me, God had to be perfect he couldn't he couldn't be doing anything wrong because why would i you know spend my life chasing after him or or, or worshiping him or following his guidance if he was up to no good and you know for me like that's right the sort of like the greek mythology gods who are all just so debased and i feel like they're worse behaved than so many people i know you know and mm. having gods like that with 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 faults and 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 uh, discrepancies in their characters was really I was like, if I worship that, that means I would become like that. And I don't want to be like that. Mm. I, want, oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah I want to right. become, you know, a, a, a better person. I always want to be improving. And so having flawed gods to me was a flawed system. So it's very mm. interesting you should bring that up. Now, how old were you when you actually um, started getting like a, a hunger for God? Because I I know you have a, an interesting <coughs> um, an interesting encounter on an aeroplane uh, coming up yeah. in your story, but were you sort right. of starting to get hungry for God, like to have that spiritual searching before that that fateful plane trip? Uh, not at all, actually, not even close. Wow. I was I was quite content in, in where I was. Yeah. Okay. Well, tell tell us about the plane trip. I love this plane trip story because it actually features uh, right. one of our stand-in hosts. Oh, sorry. Uh, tell us about the plane trip. But actually, the person that you met on the plane is actually one of um one of our stand-in hosts here at Faith FM. She oh, come- really? Yeah, oh, yeah. She so often cool. comes online and helps us out. That's so cool. Um, yeah. Um, it was I was about sixteen years old, and I was moving from the U.S. to where my dad lives in Virginia to Sydney, where my mom still lives. Mm-hmm. So it was a bit of a long journey. It's about three flights. 
And the second flight, which is from Houston to San Francisco, um, I was boarding. And I don't know if you guys can relate to this, but, you know, you walk on the plane and there's always that one person that kind of looks at you and just keeps looking at you like they know you're going to sit next to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and this this lady happened to do that. And it was kind of creepy at first. I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, this is going to be an interesting plane ride. Um, but, you know, we sat down and we, we got to talking. Uh, her name's Claire. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the best people I've ever known. A, a pleasure to call her a friend. Um, and it wasn't it wasn't any outright like, oh hey, can I say a prayer with you? Or like, oh hey, do you believe in God? It wasn't like that. I think there's a lot of misconception about that. But it was just it was just a casual conversation about what I'm doing and what she's doing, and it kind of escalated into just you know, here's someone interesting I can spend the next how many of the hours talking to. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a plane that's boring um so we we did that we spent a, f- a fair bit of time talking on that flight from houston to san francisco and i i actually asked i said hey look if you're not opposed to it how about we swap our seats so we can just sit next to each other for the bigger flight the 16-hour flight from san francisco to sydney mm-hmm. and um that's where the majority of the other talking happened although it wasn't a lot uh, because i sat next to somebody else who was uh, who happened to be into sport and I get carried away. So we only got talking, Claire and I only got to talking for about, I say an hour, hour and a half. And it was, it was kind of questioning my spirituality, which is awesome. Cause she, she was there she was in Houston or somewhere in Texas, I should say for some sort of a health retreat, but she was trying to learn more about natural remedies. Mm-hmm. And um, she said it was a Christian run event. And I said, Oh, that's very interesting. And she asked me, Hey, are you, are you a religious person? And I kind of said to her what I said to you, it doesn't really make sense. I don't know why someone would believe that. It doesn't really change the reality of pain and suffering and this, that, the other. And I said, I don't want to believe in that God. And she just kind of told me the same thing. She goes, yeah, no, I don't want to believe in that God either. Mm. Um, and that really, that got me curious because I've never heard that response. I've heard a lot of people saying, oh, you just need to trust him have faith, say a prayer, and that, that was just alien to me as a, as a non-religious person. But this seemed to be tangible. This seemed to be something that, okay, well, I could actually look into this, and this person doesn't seem crazy. Um, and that really started, that's really started me questioning within myself. It wasn't like immediate. I wasn't all out going crazy, tell me everything about it, but it was just more gradual. And mm-hmm. I just wanted to learn more about that perspective. And and just for our listeners, because our listeners actually know who Claire is. Claire is, um, you know, one of our one of our hosts who comes and fills in sometimes when either Lyle or myself are away. So we're actually familiar with Claire. Uh, bless her That's heart. So, so awesome. this, yeah, this is a really cool story. Actually, how it all links in together. So now you guys had this uh, this incredible flight together, and then um, you decided to catch up while you're in Australia. Yeah, yeah. She she when she got back, she went on a honeymoon. She just got married, and they went, drove across Australia, which is so awesome. Mm-hmm. love that they did that i kind of want to do that too mm-hmm. um and during that time i kind of i kind of started looking into things myself and I, I became a little bit of a bit of a hippie <laughs> uh, so, so like a, to use the colloquial term mm-hmm. um you know just kind of interested in the universe and seeing what it has to offer and this general outlook of like love um so that that really, I was I was at that place, and then when she came back, um, she sent me an email, or I sent her an email. I don't remember how it went, but 
the general interaction went, oh, I said to her, hey, I've been looking into this stuff and I'd be super stoked to talk to you about it because you seem to be open. And she said, yeah, that'd be great. And we organized a time and it was Wednesdays, I believe. Wednesdays and she would drive all the way from where she lived to all the way to where I lived. It's about like an hour drive. Mm-hmm. And every Wednesday she would come into my house and we'd talk about it. And um, Yeah, it was lots of fun. Actually, and essentially you had Bible studies, right? Yeah, it was, you know, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't because I had, I had a really short attention span, at least at the time. It was like five, ten minutes. So it would be a really quick conversation about one particular topic and then eventually it escalated into something we call Bible studies. And eventually you got baptized. And eventually I did, about four years later. Wow. And so, the, and the Lord has been using you ever since. So we have about three minutes left to chat with you. Maybe tell us a little bit, um, you know, you've been baptized now, you've come to the Lord, uh, you, you know, you've loved his truth and you've, you've known who, know who he is now. What, what has the Lord been doing in your life since you've become a Christian? Oh, it's been so great, Monica. It's been, it's been awesome. I'm currently in Canberra and I've been working here as a Bible worker. Oh, in our nation's capital. Um, yeah, our nation's capital. And I'm actually the first Bible worker Canberra Church has ever seen. Wow. And I've been doing this for about three years. I did it up the coast near the Gold Coast for two years. And I've been here for the majority of this year. And it's been it's been great. I, all I do is I go out and I do the same thing Claire did with me, which is share a truer picture of God, help people understand mm-hmm. um, and- you know, the dichotomy that seems to be a good God and a bad world. You also went to um, uh, Bible college at one point, didn't you, Bible school? Yeah, I went to a school called The Rise, a discipleship school where you get to know God a little bit better, get to know Jesus a little bit better. And uh, um, just a quick question, how is your family taking this change in your beliefs? Oh, that's a great question. Um, it, it took a lot of time. My dad is still kind of opposed to it. Um, my mom was afraid I was part of a cult, but um, <laughs> I, I just kind of brought it along and Got it. I hung out with a whole bunch of people I work, and she started to see that you know we're indeed not crazy. Mm-hmm. So it's been it's been a gradual but more supportive journey for her. It's been great. It's been great to see her evolve into that. What about your grandparents? My granddad, he's he's super accepting, and there's never been a problem. My grandma still tries to kind of like war at me with these like but you're an indian and you should believe this um, so it's very like traditionalistic and it's, it's cute i love it she, she looks after me <laughs> well i'm so glad you've settled in australia Akil, um, especially because you know you're doing such a good work there uh by the way if any of our listeners would like to maybe visit a church in canberra where can they go and if they were interested in getting bible studies uh from you and studying with you you know how would they do that Awesome. Great question. Um, there's a church called Canberra National Adventist Church. It's in Turner. It's in the city. It's the biggest church in Canberra. It's awesome. If you'd like more information about it, type in Canberra National Adventist Church on Google. It'll turn up with a website. It'll turn up with a contact number if you're interested in Bible studies or you're interested in having a conversation. My number will be there and the other pastors, Justin Lawman, his number will be on there as well. Awesome. Um, feel free to get in touch. Thank you so much, Akil. I've had such a pleasure chatting with you this morning. Thank you for sharing your story with our listeners. You know, there's nothing as powerful as a testimony, um, and we certainly love mm. having them on air. Yeah, thanks for having me. Loved okay. it. You can go back to bed now, Akil. I know you're not a morning person. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> Take later. care. Bye. 
How good was that story? That was amazing. Oh, I loved listening to that. It's so I, I, I'm so heartened whenever I hear how God has changed a life. Stay right there. We're going to have a song now, and we'll be back after the eight o'clock news with our Bible study, our encounter with God. Come, thou fount every blessing. Tune my heart to sing thy grace. Streams of mercy never ceasing. Call for songs of loudest praise. Teach me upon it mount of thy redeeming love here I raise mine Ebenezer my heart. 
Hey Mon, mm-hmm. do you believe in miracles? Look, if God can change my life, I think I definitely believe in miracles. Okay, so the Hamilton Seventh-day Adventist Church is making a difference in its community. Oh yeah, how? Well, it's worshipping together, loving together, learning together, and above all, preparing for Jesus to return together. Ooh, that sounds good. When's all this happening? Bible studies start at 10 a.m., service at 11 a.m., and guess what that's followed by? Or is it this free lunch I keep hearing about? Absolutely. Well, please join us at the Hamilton Seventh-day Adventist Church. Our address is 105 Lindsay Street, Hamilton, New South Wales. Every Saturday morning where you will be welcomed with a smile. Also in the Lord And He shall give thee the desires of thine heart Commit thy way unto the Lord Trust also in Him And He to Faith FM, positively different radio.